Hey there, this is Emma from Greatest Guardians Gaming, Stride and Strike GM. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching and listening to our show. We're super excited about the outpouring of support that we have had just in the infancy of this show. It's amazing to see so much support coming from our fans. We appreciate all of you. If you really like our show, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts and review us so that we can get noticed a little bit more easily. If you like what we do, you can also support us on Patreon, which you can find on our website, which is in our link tree. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, maybe consider watching us live on Twitch. We stream Quest for the Frozen Flame every other Wednesday at twitch.tv slash greatestguardiangaming. Hope to see you there. Thanks so much for your support, and enjoy Outlaws of Alkenstar Episode 1. Alright, hello. Welcome to Stride and Strike Episode 2. Actually, Episode 1 of Outlaws of Alkenstar. My name is Emma. I'm the GM. I'm also playing a character named Rosaline Emberbloom. And let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. We have, uh, I'll, I'll leave it up to everybody. Y'all figure out who you want to go first, who wants to go first. Um, okay, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Sky, uh, pronouns he, they. Uh, I am playing the character of Oleander Hollowell, pronouns he, him. Hi, hola, mi nombre is Yurian Borda, pronouns he, him. I am playing the character Babibi, the Impaler. Hi, my name is Ryan. I'm playing Tegra Quivel, the Bard Gnome. Uh, I am Brian. I am playing John Smith, a simple farmer. Hi, I'm Tim, and I am playing Obeyaphone, a traveler. Awesome. Last time we did some planning. For a heist. And today, we're going to pick things up with Oleander at the start of our episode. Oleander, you go to bed with this heist in mind, this plan that you've all come up with, at least started talking about. And as you close your eyes, a familiar memory begins to flash through your head that plays over and over and over and it's it's a similar thing that that you are intimately aware of intimately um, familiar with and Oleander as you close your eyes you find yourself back in the city of Absalom seven years ago it's the middle of the night, and the silence of a sleeping city's streets is broken by the sound of two people running through a dark alley. The first is you, holding a baby wrapped in a cloth harness around your chest. The other, a kitsune woman, struggles to keep up. She stumbles, tripping on a cobblestone, and you turn to her and kneel, helping her up. You all right? Dahlia, very out of breath turns to you and says, Ander, you should go. I'm only going to slow you down. No. Take Lilac and go. Alia, I am not leaving you. 
We're almost to the safe house. Just another mile or so, and then Tag can keep us hidden for as long as we need. You can make it. Come on. And Oleander, you continue running through the alleys. Dahlia is still struggling to catch her breath until you come to an open square. You carefully peek your head around the corner, searching and listening for any sign of a trap or an ambush. Dahlia pulls her gun and points it back down the alley. They're going to catch up any second. I'll need cover. Hold on. Why would they run through the alleys with us? No. They must have gone around. Just a moment. There. Ahead, behind that bush. Hear it? Mm-hmm. You ready? As I'll ever be. And you lift your gun, and you fire, then rush out. Gunshots ring out from all directions, and you and Dahlia stand back to back in the middle of the square, firing your revolvers. Firing your revolvers. Every time you hit one of your targets, you hear a sound of pain. Someone screams out. And it's over in seconds, and as the gun smoke settles, you rush to cover in the alley on the other side of the square. There's silence, then a wince of pain. Alia? They got my tail. Here, let me see. You never left this moment, Oleander. You've lived it over and over again. You know you never should have lowered your guard, or you might have seen them out of the corner of your eye. You should have heard the footsteps or the click of the revolver or Dahlia's gasp the moment before the bullet rocketed out of the gun and through her neck. But in this moment, all you could think of was how you'd knelt before her exactly like this years ago during your first date, tying a ribbon onto the end of her tail instead of a makeshift bandage torn from your coat. Your eyes met in the moonlight, streaming into this alleyway, and you both smiled, realizing that you'd remembered the same thing and your heart sinks because every time you come back to this moment every time you close your eyes and picture the smile on her face you wish you could stop time right here but time moves on the events blurring together the bullet fires she falls limp to the ground the nameless gunman's revolver misfires and gives you enough time to land a fatal shot and you carry Dahlia's body to the safe house tears streaming your daughter's cries echoing in the empty streets, her smiling face now lifeless and cold. That night, a fire that has consumed you since was lit, and you vowed to bring everyone responsible for her death, from the lowest lackey to the barons pulling the strings, to their rightful end. You close your eyes, and you fall asleep. And each of you wake up the next morning, and you're able to meet in the saloon. What are some things you might be talking about before you come together and go about your heist? For breakfast. <laughs> I heard they had some cowboy chili on the pot. Sounds delicious. There's a uh, so, there's a, a halfling bartender who looks super super groggy, does not want to be there right now. Looks tired as all heck, and barely notices any of you. 
trying not to make eye contact. But they are there if you would like something. Uh, Tigron approaches the bar and reaches over, just grabs a ladle and pours a, a bowl full of the aforementioned cowboy chili. Doesn't even mention anything to the bartender and turns and uh, hands it to Obeyapon. Oh, yeah, just help yourself. That's how it goes here. Obeyapo tosses the silver to the barkeep. Nodding appreciatively. Thank you. So, kind like of I was mentioning, oh, sorry. Uh, so, like I was mentioning, I uh, got a couple of different uh, keys last night. How'd it go with you? A route may exist, assuming it hasn't been discovered. Admittedly, hiding things is not my best quality. Did we have an entry strategy? I think so. Did you get any of those critters? The hunt was unsuccessful. The critters do exist, though. I think that's our first plan, man. You gotta get a couple of those guys. It's still pretty early. I think we can still make it before opening if we head out now. Do you plan to tell me we're gonna make up some sort of story that, that we're... Uh bringing some critters into the bank. What's his plan? Uh, John Smith holds up three pairs of workers' overalls with some hastily stitched embroidery uh, over the chest and says, yeah, we're going in as uh, a group of exterminators. Going to tell them that that guy at the bar whose keys we stole. Byron. Byron's, yeah. Uh, sent us because they have a rat problem and we'll have the rats to prove it. See if that gives us at least a little bit of time to case the place and get in position before things break down. Well, um, it's a good thing y'all have a healer. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to seem so pessimistic. <laughs> well, speaking of pessimism, is that seriously the name we're going with? Pop a roach? Isn't that great? Oh, I, I like that. Okay, I'm on board. <laughs> Young John, while the effort has been endearing, do we not have magical implements which cover this disguise already? I don't know if the hat does embroidery. That's a fair, fair point. <laughs> yes. I couldn't stop him from doing a stitching for me. Well, Bobibi would like to clarify that he is not very good with makeup. Is there any way to avoid having to utilize such a skill? Oh, honey, yes. I can help you out. Don't worry. Don't you worry. I got you. She she goes into her little her side pack and she starts pulling out like some some eyeshadow and a little. I bit apologize. I meant to say making the believe. Oh, oh, I do apologize. Um, but let me know if you want any any of my makeups. Uh, yes. We've only got three sets of overalls. And that's because I don't think a larger team is going to be very believable for such a small building. Habibi, you and me are going in the bag. John, you and me are going to suffocate. 
Just hold the head open a little bit. I got straws. Do you mean to say I've got an air bladder? Putting okay. a person inside that little mini bag right there. Two of them, it seems. Yes. Oh goodness me! I'm excited for this. I'm excited for you and I to do the makeup and the eyeliner later, but uh, I guess we better go uh, rob a bank first, huh? Oh, oh, I like that plan. Little fox kid. Seek what? a small opening in the escape fence for someone your size when the time comes. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, not exactly a kid, but, uh, well, kid. Oh, kid. Oh, well. Will be soon, though. We'll look like one. Speaking of little foxes, uh, you will have to tell me your supplier for said makeup, and if it works on fur, my uh, my daughter's birthday is coming up soon, and I want to. Oh, well, get my, her something that's out. so exciting! I would love to help out. What is her name? Lilac. L- what a beautiful name! Remember when you're meeting with a group of criminals that you haven't worked with before. Try not to give so many personal details before you know I'm a bit better. Oh, well. oh you know, she's right, actually. You might want to... Mm, that's fair. Explain which back. of us would be a criminal here. After Bobby we... does not understand the statement. <laughs> After we steal from the bank, we all will be. Hmm, that's fair. Oh, didn't you hear? Apparently I stole from Ambrose Mugland. Ooh, good for you. What did you take? Well, apparently nothing, because I ain't got no money in my gold sacks. Mm, a shame, really. Well, I don't want the morning to escape us. Should we uh, get those rats and get on to it? At which point will Bobby be riding in the sack? Uh, shortly before we go in the side entrance, I'd imagine. I can't imagine there would be hours breathing inside there. Nope. I don't think so either. My plan is to get you to a spot where you can come out as soon as I can, and I'll bring you a message real quick. Now, shall we shall we walk that way so that we can see what's going on up on the street before we get Let's. to the uh, gold bank reserve, gold tank reserve? Right, we should probably scout it out a little bit. Did want to ask, if it comes to uh, breaking in instead of finding a key, any of you happen to have the skills to smell, get inside a vault, safe perhaps? Uh, My uncle locked himself out of the tool shed more than once. I know my way around a lot. Eh, got a crowbar. (laughs) All right. Between the two of you, something will happen. Plan A and Plan B. I like it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And Before we to... head out, will there be a signal for us to message. step out? And that signal would be? Him casting the spell message and telling us. Okay. He's hearing yelling and jumping out. It's a bag. We can hear it, I think. Uh, I do have a question as a GM. Uh, what time yeah. are you guys leaving? Are you planning to go around... Uh, yeah, what, what time did we establish? Early. Yeah, we're going to be early when the employees start showing up before they open the doors to the public. Okay, so likely around... Uh, I'm going to say 5 a.m. is when some of the first employees arrive will arrive. 
four thirty then. Four thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Give us a wiggle room. Yep. What was that, Ryan? Give us a little wiggle room. Yeah. Well, it's nighttime, and well, early morning, but it's dark out. And walking around the streets is probably pretty relaxing at this time of night. There's not many people around, and the uh, the sounds of kind of horses in the distance who are just kind of waking up from their nighttime um, rest. The sounds of some owls often... Uh, some barn owls maybe off in the distance uh it's it's pretty pretty quiet right now um we're gonna go ahead and change the lighting here on the scene make it activate this scene as well so that you all can see what's going on all right, we've got Tag, Babibi. If I may, while you are setting up tokens yeah. for our visual aid here, um, Oleander, for the record, would probably be going out not quite yet in Fox form until we're ready to begin the ruse. Okay. Uh, but in his usual, uh, not exactly disguise, but more cover, uh, considering he does stand out in this particular city. Uh, so wearing a long, large black, or excuse me, brown duster, uh, tucking the tails in under it uh, to hide them. Uh, face in a bandana, uh, fairly large one, so the canine snout is a bit more difficult to see. Um, a hat covering up the ears. Um, excuse me, y'all. Do you mind if I I set up a little bit of a light? I'm I'm having a hard time seeing out here in the darkness. Very well. Bobby will extract a torch from his backpack. Oh, it's okay, honey. I got it. And she casts light. Bobby shall reinsert said torch into his backpack. <laughs> And let's see. I think she's gonna stand over here. Can everybody see the map? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You are on the street, and the gold tank reserve is just to your right. Feel free to give me a perception check. Nineteen. Eighteen. Okay. That's us. Do just a moment. Honey. Alright. Nice. I think everybody sees two automatons 
automaton type creatures. Um, those clockwork uh, guards, basically, that are hanging out in front of the bank. Um, it's 4.30 a.m. Nobody is around at this point in time. You are pretty confident that nobody has entered the bank at this point in time. And you're pretty confident that you have about 30 minutes or so before people really start to arrive. Um, and you do see these two um, clockwork people. And I'm going to put y'all in initiative order, not that we're necessarily going into combat, but if you didn't give me a perception check, I would like a perception check from you. Um, if that was a perception check for initiative, I do get a plus two modifier to my initiative above my usual perception, so you will need to add that to there. Sounds good. Um, Making me a 21. Okay, let's see. You just wanted to go ahead of me. I mean, yes, but also the rules. <laughs> John, what was yours? John 26. Smith. 26. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Scoundrel. Uh, what, what about Tag? 18 for me. 18. They were all our good rolls for the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Way Yuri. to jinx it, everybody. Yuri, what about you? Uh, it was 20 from the last time. Do I need to re-roll? Oh, no, you're good. Here in the dead of night, um, one of these automatons turns toward your direction and begins walking toward you. we have any actions we can take currently? Uh, we are in initiative order, so once we get to your turn, you are more than welcome to take an action. Uh, or three. Uh, the automaton comes up to the group and looks at the group. Let's see. What can they see? We're outside the facility right now, correct? You are. Uh, you're on the road. And they just start looking at you. They take one of their actions to walk up to you. They take another action to um, point out all of you to the other automaton, which then turns their head. And this little lantern kind of turns toward each of you. And then the third action it's going to use to address all of you. Welcome to the Gold Tank Reserve. How may I assist you? Uh, it's a bit too early for assistance. Thank you, though. We're just passing by. Uh, John Smith, it is your turn. Yeah, I just nod and say just passing by and continue walking down the street past them. Okay, sounds good. Which is... Weird, because we're nonchalantly all working, walking together, but in initiative order, I end up 60 feet away from everyone. Yeah, let's let's keep this in initiative order at, at, yeah, uh, at this point fun. in time. Um, the second automaton steps over to the other side of its counterpart 
Um, thank you for visiting the gold tank reserve. Let us know if we may assist you. And next is Oleander. suppose I would nod, say, thank you, will do, and also continue walking. All right. To match where John is, or at the very least, hold, I'm going to say hold with a trigger, all of us walking. Okay. Sure, um, we can all walk together. You can hold yeah. until the last person walks, sure. Yeah. Um, Urian, uh, excuse me. Uh, but BB, what are you doing? Are you doing the same holding? I shall straighten up stiffly and stand behind Oleander, averting my gaze and stand quietly. If he walks, I'll walk behind him. Okay. Uh, tag, same thing. Gonna hold and then move with the rest of the group. Uh, I'm going to make a knowledge check to see, now that I've seen one of these things up close, what yeah. do I know about them? Sounds good. Uh, give me a... Ooh, what is this? I think this is crafting, if you would like to know anything about it. Is it okay if I make it untrained? Yes, I'm okay with that. Uh, 19. Yeah. Um, oh, you can also use Arcana, if you prefer Arcana. <laughs> doesn't matter. 19. Okay. Um, so, you know that these things carry around javelins and they will also just attack any uh, anyone who is trying to harm them or trying to get past their security with unarmed strikes. Uh, they have the ability to move very quickly in combat so you would think that they have the ability to take attacks of opportunity um and they have another couple interesting things about them uh first one is that they specialize in something called a hog tie uh, they can restrain, yeah, they can nice. restrain creatures. Um, and they also have a siren on their head that will sound if you, uh, if anybody, if they feel there's a significant security threat, they'll go ahead and sound their siren. Those are the main things that I think you would know. <laughs> good uh with my other two actions i will move up to john smith all right thank you and rosaline is going to hold for everybody to move up together um obey what are you doing Sorry, one second there. Okay. You can also talk to each other, I think, if you want in this moment as characters. Thank you. Yeah, uh, so once we're out of combat, 
Um, I'm going to message everybody to share what I've learned. Obviously, I don't say it right in front of them. Okay. Yeah, I think if it's all right, I'll look back over my shoulder and make a knowledge check, too. Yeah, absolutely. I want to especially look for any weak points or something to target on. Okay. Um, yeah, 23 engineering. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, this is... All right, things that they are going to be weak against are probably electricity and something specific called Orichalcum. It's going to be quite simple to exploit. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and look up Orichalcum because I'm actually not sure. It's um, Orichalcum. Yeah. Orichalcum. Okay. Yep. Ooh, interesting. Um, yeah, so. Those are their weaknesses. Uh, resistances, you think they probably have, like, physical resistances. All of the above. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if you try to hit them with a bludgeoning weapon or, like, a piercing mm -hmm. weapon, they're probably gonna... Yeah, they're probably going to be able to resist a bit of that unless, like, it's a specific kind of metal. Okay. And I think we'll, we'll um, take y'all out of initiative if that sounds good to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fractionization with the enemy occurred much sooner than expected. All right, I should probably go into disguise soon. Agreed. First, about a couple of rats. Fine. Why are you under the impression that I have rats? No, I'm saying, can you fetch some? I want to act like an exterminator for some rats that I exterminated. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Sweetly at you. Having planned to be an exterminator, you have acquired no rats for yourself and your plan? No, I was busy talking to the guy who was going to let us into the bank. I thought you were out with the animals. Well, I'm sure at we could all At what point did we have a discussion that required me rat catching? Well, if I'm supposed to be playing the role of a mouser or rat exterminator, I suppose now's as good a time as any to start. And I will assume my fox form, and uh, with my imprecise scent that I now have, uh, attempt to sniff out some rodents. Yeah, give me a survival check. <laughs> Great. You're, like, running around. <laughs> Fifteen! Okay. Wasn't the worst. Uh, you, like, duck down an alleyway, and you see... There are some, like, little rats hanging out. Um, I think you can probably catch, like, one or two. Yes, please. Okay. I would we... like to do that. Uh, let's, let's, tell me how you do it. I think you can probably do it fine. What, what do you do? Just pounce on them? Um, I, um, yeah, I'm going to pounce on them, uh, not remembering whether or not we needed them dead or alive. I suppose I will take one alive in my uh, in my mouth. That's what that's called, mm -hmm. and uh, bring it back uh, and just sort of like expectantly look at Tag, like indicating the thing there. Did you bring one dead as well? And then I go off and I I chomp this one. Um, does that count as the first kill of the campaign? 
Only if we get XP for it. <laughs> Only if you roll attack and actually hit it. <laughs> I think you can I rolled a four. We have killed I can kill it. of a swarm of rats. Yay! <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, I am tracking them, by the way. Still, so. uh, and then I will bring. I'll drop it at your feet, and then bring the other one back alive. Tiger <laughs> gladly takes the dead one. Cool. Um, excuse me, y'all. What what is my uh, my responsibility in this uh, in this little heist? I don't want to say that word too loudly, you know. But what would you like me to do? Would you be good at scouting out? and see where the clockworks are looking, uh, making sure that we don't get caught in the, when they're looking at us. How are you at uh, ob observation and keeping yourself hidden? Well, you see, if it were a little bit lighter outside, I think I'd do quite well with that task. But right <laughs> no. now, not quite sure if that's a great idea for me. Well, I think this will be once we're inside. Oh, then yes, I'm happy to help. Great. So let's plan on that. In the meantime, stay close and we'll guide you where to be. Yep. And we should probably head to that back alley where the door we're using is. Oh, oh, I do have one more question. Am I going to be playing the role of a uh, rat trapper or will I be a patron of the gold tank reserve? I think you can be part of the Papa Roach. Or what do you think? Is she up for the... Uh... I hand you your overalls. Oh, how exciting. Oh, thank you. Uh, Tyrone dons uh, her overalls and then wears the hat, which modifies everything to look like a uh, uniform with a hat that says P-A-R over the, the top of it. Okay. Do you have one for Obey? Hmm? Overalls? We're, we're going in the bag. We give you overalls. Obey accepts. Okay. And I take it, Obey, when you put on the hat of disguise, your armor turns into like a set of rat trapping gear, like with uh, rat <laughs> traps and things like that, instead of actual armor. I like it. Not functional for dead rat. I'll just have to carry it. Fair enough. I hand you the dead rat. Uh, actually, I'll get it inside the door unless you're pretty good at hiding things. Yeah. And so I take the dead rat and uh, the bag of holding. I say, uh, looks like we're all disguised. Are you guys ready to hop in? John. It's time for us to play the one-legged race. See you on the other side. <laughs> I, I put on my leather armor and attach my forks to my bandolier and then put on my hat and disguise myself as not having any of that and jump in the bag. I draw a dagger and keep it close to my chest and hop in the bag. And you both have your shields raised as you're inside the Yeah, back. so as long as we're in there, we take one action to raise shields, one action to ready an attack every round. Because that's how it works. I may switch to a javelin, but 
general idea. Sure. And as you jump in, you realize you just continue falling and falling, and it never, ever, and I'm just kidding, you're good. Um, Very well, I have a new character sheet. That's no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. After some time, you notice that a very tired-looking, a very tired-looking human person walks over. Uh, I think this is probably a, a... a man walks over to the gold tank reserve um, and flashes like a, an ID card in front, like opens up his wallet and flashes a, a, an ID at the uh, the automatons. And they say, welcome, sir, to our establishment. We thank you for your service in our endeavors. Please enter the bank. And the man walks up, takes out a jingling set of keys and unlocks the door. And it's open. The door closes behind him. And then you hear the door lock again and it appears the automatons are right by the entrance or right by the uh, alleyway they have now moved closer to the entrance Uh, yeah so yeah they're they're just right up next to the entrance about five feet away from it yeah so i say it looks like that's probably our mark with the keys and yeah, we should move to the back alley. Okay. Um, was that at the front entrance then? Yeah. That was at the front entrance, yes. Okay, so um, I motion and message the not-in-bag crew um, to stealthily stalk over to the side entrance while that's going down. All right, I'm going to go ahead and move you all to that part of the map. Yeah. Let's see. So, you see a locked door in front of you. I believe Tag would be the person with the keys, correct? That's correct. All right. Tag, you see a locked door. Um, What would you do? What do you do? Uh, I first look for any kind of, uh, not really traps, but like alarms that might go off, anything like that. Yeah. Give me a perception check. Um, Thievery perception. 23. 23. Um, Let's see. Yeah, you don't see anything. Okay. Uh, I am going to take the key labeled outside entrances and attempt to unlock the door. Yeah, you are able to get inside through the side entrance. The door is unlocked. 
Let me see if there's anything specific that I want to share with y'all before we get in there. Um, oh, another thing. I'm going to read this because it's just well written. But as you're outside of the bank, uh, you notice that like the stench of manure accentuates the aura of shabbiness in this part of Alkenstar. In accord with the rundown district, the gold tank reserve looms above like a starving behemoth. The bank was crafted from once gleaming stone, though dust and dirt now cake the domed glass roof. A pathway carved from a stone slab leads from the wooden boardwalk to stone steps and an elevated porch, not unlike a small stage. Two small wings of the building flank the path, each with weed-choked planter facing the street. Impressions of giant keys etched onto the walls on either side of the entryway lend the building an air of security and stability. And uh, as you enter, you're opening that door tag? Yes. All right. Um, as you enter... Let's go ahead and get some light here. You see worn stone floors and threadbare furniture that kind of define the aesthetic of at least this room. Um, there's a, there's like wooden furniture around and it seems as if uh, you can kind of hear the sounds of someone in another part of this bank going about their business. Uh, it sounds kind of like there's an echo throughout a large chamber somewhere in this building. Um, there is a single door on the left-hand side of the establishment. Where'd you go? On the map. Oh. How'd you get over I there? I don't know where I went. Let me see. I was trying to find where I was, and then I disappeared. I got you. Sorry about that. No, you're, you're okay. Um, so you are at the, the bottom end of the map. I'm going to go ahead and get everybody in that room as well so that they can all see this. Dear John, your breath is very warm upon Babibi's neck. <laughs> <laughs> we are very comfortable with each other, yes? I mean, we could rotate, but I don't know if it would be an improvement. All right. <laughs> yeah, how's it going in the uh, the bag of holding? Oh, it's great. I mean, John grew up with 12 siblings. We had to share sleeping bags all the time in the winter. It's no Goldman Sack, but it'll do. Oh, come oh on. my <laughs> God. God. The title of this episode. <laughs> oh, I had a really good one, too, because we're a past service. I'm writing them down. Well, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you all enter the room, and you see much what I described. Uh, nothing that seems dangerous within this room uh, is, is within this room. But anybody feel free to give me a perception check. Oh, also, it kind of looks like maybe a break room of you some sort. you think we're inside yet, young John? Uh, 
Probably. It's about that time. They haven't messaged us with any problems. Yeah, are you all letting them out of the bag of holding or what? Not yet. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, no. Right, right now, I'm looking around uh, 23 perception. Ooh. Um, specifically, is there any notes left on the break table? Do the, Are the doors marked with like uh, like Office One or somebody's name, anything like that? Okay. Um, are there any windows due to inside the bank? So uh, there's a scratched and stained round table that surround that is surrounded by mismatched chairs in this cramped room. There's a series of tall cabinets that line the southern wall near a door to the west, and the smell of fish emanates from one of the cabinets. Um, a door on the north wall leads. Here, John. <laughs> what do you rank their chances of survival? Uh, I mean, survival's a low bar. They usually like to hang people after a show trial, so we'll survive until then, at least. <laughs> Optimistic. <laughs> Sorry, Emma. What else? No, you're good. Um, there is a door in the north wall that leads elsewhere, and um, it seems like there are doors to a couple of water closets, like bathrooms. Um. And it seems like this is the break room. Um, you are able to, like, in looking around at the different parts of the room tag, you see there are some lockers. And those lockers have, like, um, little padlocks on them. You think they would be pretty easy to get into. Um and you could attempt to to try if you would like. Uh, you would think that there are potentially valuables within the lockers. Um, and then also, you... In terms of, like, what were some of the other things that you were looking for? Like, identification about what rooms you might be in, things like that? And perhaps windows looking into the bank, yeah. Yeah, so you don't see any windows in this room. Um, but you do see, uh, like a wooden sign that just says staff only, um, within the room. And if I may, I did make a perception check as well. Um, okay. quick question. If the stat doesn't have its own modifier in my... Uh, fox form, does it just default to what my character sheet says? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Okay, and we can learn that rule later if it is different. Okay. Uh, but uh, with a 25, mm -hmm. uh, I am trying to sniff the place out specifically behind doors as well. Okay. Um. Uh, so, by the bathrooms uh it smells disgusting uh it smells kind of like a porta potty wood um mm -hmm. and then uh you do smell what seems to be a person kind of just outside of this door maybe walking around pacing and opening up different like drawers within some desks um and and sorry, which door is that? That would be so the, the door up at the north. 
All right. Uh, anything behind the other two doors uh, to stage left? Those are the bathrooms, right? Those would uh, be the bathrooms. North. Yeah, and okay. they smell like porta potties. Um, okay. Lovely. And then I am... a couple other things you would smell. Um, mm -hmm. You smell like a a little bit of a musty smell behind some of the lockers. And then you definitely smell... Um, okay, so behind the lockers, you get kind of a musty smell. You also start to smell like... Or you, you, you smell a strong odor of fish. Um, you think maybe like clay of some sort? Maybe it's kind of that musty smell. It's hard to really put a, a finger on what exactly it might be. Um, okay. And you also smell like... Uh, like... The smell of something that has been burned. And that's all burned. behind the lockers, yeah. Okay. Um... In order to indicate those, I would go up to Tag, kind of brush up against her leg, and then I will go over to the lockers where I smelled the the burn stuff, whichever specific locker that is, or in general. I will point, like do the hunting dog point, cock okay. my head off to the side a bit, and then do the same to the door, but hold the point. Okay. Uh, Tag is going to message, uh, oh, Jorit is going to message Sir Fluffington. Yes, those <laughs> are the code names. Jorit uh, communicates with, oh, Jorit, this is what my disguise looks like. This is as good a time as any. Jorit is a male halfling. Uh, got a little bit of facial hair, but kind of a gross, grody looking. Um, and um, he's wearing a uniform that says P A R on the hat and Papa Roach on the uniform. Um, kind of just bland hair, bland skin color, everything like that. Uh, but anyway, uh, you're. Jorit um, messages Sir Fluffington, which is the fox and loyal <laughs> rat hunter. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, so I seem to have figured out that there's bathrooms to the northwest and a door to the north. I don't see much else in this break room. What have you figured out? I believe that I can message back telepathically in this form, yes? Yeah. I, okay. I, yeah, I would think so. You hear a dog yipping. <laughs> there is a person behind here where I'm pointing now, and something weirdly earthen and burning in the lockers. Burning smelling. Not like actively on fire. We'd probably notice that. Oh, maybe some secrets that somebody tried to dis... Uh to dispose of. We might return to that, but we should stay focused, especially while we have friends trying to breathe. Speaking of, I'm going to see what Obey has and uh, then check in on them. Uh, so then I message Obey and say kind of similarly what we found and did you discover anything? 
I will guard this door. It sounds like someone's behind it. That's right. Okay. Uh, let me let the people in the bag know, and then if they don't want to jump out here, we will proceed. Um, and so then I message John Smith and let him know uh, what we have discovered so far that we're just inside the front room. Seems like bathrooms on the side. Guy beyond the next door. Okay. Hey, I uh i'll message back if you want me to pop my head out i can try and open these lockers we might not get a chance if there's anything valuable there after action starts um not going one-on-one -on -one, jamie can we discuss whether we want to do that now or wait till later sure yeah that's fine okay what's the party uh think we came to seize gold not set alarms off in a break room Okay, and so we'll return later if we can. Um, so my approach or I, detect magic and check the contents of the locker. Yeah, see possibility. Oh, that's a good idea. So I also messaged Rosaline. We're going to be going through that door and see if our little gambit of being pest control will work with whoever's on the other side. If not, uh, be ready. Um, we might have to fight our way out. Uh, but first, let me cast a quick spell over here. Okay. Um, detect uh, magic? Yep. I cast detect magic on the lockers. Yeah, you don't detect any, any magic. Very good. I uh, let the party know. And uh, I'm going to take lead on opening the door. All right. And check to see if it's locked. Uh, the door is not locked. Okay. Uh, I am going to open it with Obey and uh, Sir Fluffington at my heels. Okay. And Sir Fluffington is going to uh, take a position holding said living rat, I believe, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then uh, kind of take a loyal dog looking position right at your right at your heels as you said um but sort of more relaxed body language now okay so to kind of make sure i'm getting this correct obeyfo is staying inside of the break room correct um babibi and babibi um, and john are within the bag of holding sack team yeah <laughs> who is holding sack the bag of holding I am holding the uh, bag of holding. Okay. Uh, I'm making it look like, yes, this is part of the equipment that you take dead rats, put them in a sack to dispose of later. Or maybe I have uh, bait in there, stuff like that. Stack team is holding at the ready, holding each other inside the bag of holding. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um. Hold. <laughs> so. Oh, and I was thinking Rosaline behind me. If Okay, it's up to y'all. I think well was uh, I think that Oleander was directly at the heels oh, yeah. of Tag. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Cool. And then um, I think Rosaline will be just behind uh, Sir Fluffington. Excuse me. Perfect. Oh my God, what's yes. my code name? Use the title. <laughs> uh, what do you want to be known as? And what are you disguised as, Rosaline? Uh, Rosaline looks like a. She looks much like herself, uh, except she has 
black hair instead of purple hair. Um, and yeah, she's got a, um, instead of a long coat that she wears, she's got like her normal, uh, or her, her PAC, PAR, PAR clothing, like her overalls. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think she also has some glasses over her face on her eyes. Um, yeah, that is, uh, that's what she looks like. Tag messages. I think you should go by Rowan. What do you think? Sounds good to me. All right, Rowan. And I let the rest of the party know. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to listen at the door and then open it. Okay. Um, what's your, are you rolling a perception for that or just kind of listening? Yes. Okay. Uh, 21 as I listen at the door. Yeah, it seems like you still hear pacing back and forth, opening up different drawers from different desks. Um, and you open up the door, um, as you enter, let's get the three of these guys in here. Um, sorry, just going to move some people around a bit so that we can see the whole map. Um, Obeifo, did you want to see the rest of the map, or would you like to stay within the break room? I'll stay within the break room. Okay. Um, so, as you all enter, um, there's a halfling man who kind of looks startled, turns around. Oh, oh, my goodness me, I can't believe I got so scared. I'm so sorry. What are y'all doing in here? Sorry to startle you. Didn't mean to catch you unawares. Um, we're here for the pest service. We got the rat problem. The rat problem. Roll a bluff. And I um, offer the rat, the dead rat that I'm holding. Cool. Um, would, would I be able to take an aid action yeah. in this moment? Would it help? Are you sure you want to? Yes, to uh, sit right next to Tag and proudly present said rat. Okay. Are you sure you want to in this version of the game? Well, aid <laughs> is very difficult. Yeah, it aid is difficult. Is, you have to get a 20, and if you fail to... It is very difficult, and if you critical fail, you're actually hurting in this. Cool. Um, At level one, it's hard to. You are able to give me a performance check if you would like to do an aid. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> That's a fun modifier for me. <laughs> Sorry, one second. I'm finding my, uh, Thanks. Yeah, we're all still learning this system. I mean, Thank you. Says GM might adjust the DC for hard or easy tasks, but yeah, bluff is deception, right? Like yeah, deception. Uh, so seven plus nine is sixteen. Oh well, I, I wasn't aware that we had anything, any sort of pests in the in the bank. Did you find those in in the in the break room? Those those rats in y'all's hands. Uh, one was one was in the bathroom. I'll 
Tell you what, usually you don't have a problem because we do our job well. Oh my, well I've never seen y'alls before, but oh, it just gives me the shivers to think about. I don't want those creepy crawlies running all up in my, 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 my station over in the, uh, in the front. Well, I, I guess, thank you. Uh, feel free to go about y'all's business. I'm here to help if you need anything, but don't make me interact with no rats, please. Absolutely. Um, just let us know if we're going to run into any security measures. Usually when we go this way, uh, we don't run into anybody's working still or any, I mean, apart from the typical automaton, but we know what to do for that. Oh, well, uh, uh, yeah, I suppose everything should be quite obvious if you run into something. Um, should know what it is, but, uh, Please feel free to ask if you have any specific questions. I don't mind helping. Thank you. Uh, the name is York, by the way. Who, who am I speaking with? Oh, uh, my name is Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. Um, I'm, I'm going to get back to work. I'm not paid by the hour, see? <laughs> ah, by yeah. the number of rats that you catch. Yes, well. I'll go right ahead. Thank you. Um, and if we do find there's infestation behind one of the locked doors, I'll let you know. Well, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Tips his hat um, and gets back to business. I work my way over to the uh, east, uh, to the main office. That's to the southeast is where I'm trying to work towards. Okay, so is this um, this is still behind the teller counters that you see in front of you? Yes. All right, so you're going over to the right-hand side of the map, and mm -hmm. you're opening up that um, that locked door there? I'm trying to. It's locked. Uh, Sir Fluffington is going to uh, canter, uh, not a thing foxes do, but sure, a uh, little bit of showmanship, canter off with you and, like, kind of, sniff around past that. Um, I believe also I will uh, attempt to palm the uh, the rat towards you tag. Okay. Uh, to give it to you so that I look like I'm more convincingly doing my job. Very good. Uh, I uh, pretend like I'm taking the live rat and uh, just take the dead rat again. Okay. Um, and I will message Obey that uh, the coast is clear for him to come out if he wants to and follow us to the main office. Uh, it's up to him. If he wants to stay in the break room, he can. And then I message the update to the uh, SAC Team 6. Okay. Uh, I'll send back. Uh, did you get a look at the vault? Does it take one key like the key we have? Does that guy seem like he has the keys to the vault? A very good question. Um, Give me crafting, perception, thievery, any of those. Okay. Uh, I would just do a general perception for me as I'm walking by. I'm not spending time on it, anything like that. Uh, 23. Jeez. Okay, good. So with the 23, I... It seems that the vault is, um, like the exterior of the vault is solid steel. Um, and there is a large wheel that you can, that you can turn. Um, but you need to 
enter a key first. And it looks kind of like that key, once you turn it, is going to allow the wheel to push in slightly into the steel door. And then you can turn the wheel. Um, and that's all you can see at this point in time. Um, it looks like one key on, uh, uh, yeah, from what you can see. Sorry, uh, I have trouble retaining that. So you put a key in and then you can turn the wheel? Yeah, so basically you put a key in, you turn the key, and then the key would theoretically allow you to push the wheel into the, the steel door. Um, you, it looks like there's an indent a little bit uh, deeper into the the wall uh, or the door. And then you can turn the wheel to open up the door. Very good. Uh, and this vault isn't marked Vault 1 or anything like that, right? No. Very good. Um, and as I approached the office door, uh, you said I noticed that it's locked, right? Um, yes, it does appear to be locked. Okay. Um, and I don't think any of my keys were related to main office. And I, I kind of remember Byron even indicating that he wouldn't have access to the office. Um, so I message, hey, the main office is locked. Where should I let you guys out? Should I try to go to the vault one up in the front? Uh, I say, I tell that guy you need to leave a bag of rat bait in there. And if you can just open for a second and want you to lay it down. Have the one who stepped behind light a fire. I might resort to that. But let me first try Matthew uh, letting me in. Uh, good plan. Thank you for your input. Fire is always a good plan. And, uh, I cut off the message and uh, go over to Matthew. Uh, do I find him up front? He's behind one of the teller's desks, yeah. Hey, uh, Matthew, any chance I could lay a couple traps and poison in that office there. I'm seeing a couple of signs of rats, but it, it's locked, so I can't tell for sure. Oh, well, uh, I, I would just recommend that you knock on that door. I believe Miss Dress should be inside. Oh, perfect. I'll see if Miss Dress uh, can let me in. And uh, that rings a bell. The name Irkum Dresh <laughs> is a security person. I-R-K-E-M-D-R-E-S-H. Irkum Dresh. Yeah. Yeah. Irkum Dresh. Uh, so I message the development to the SAC and say, don't know that I necessarily want to go in for the security measure, uh, lead of security, and have you pop out there. What do you think? Since the dawn of man, we have been intrinsically linked with the flame. The flame I shall solve our connection with the Oh my god, is that a request from the frozen frozen flame? <laughs> no, I just made it up. Oh. <laughs> something like something. <laughs> um wait, I also want to say something through message. Yeah, I, I uh, just cut off the message. Okay. Right uh why don't you walk past the vault 
Give me the keys, walk past the vault with the bag behind you from Michael's perspective, and I'll stick my hand out and see whether this key works on the big vault. Okay, from Michael's perspective. Yeah, yeah, if not, we need to, I think, probably get into that main room to get the real key. Okay, uh, and I think this is a good time for uh, Sir Fluffington to chase Cantu. Um, just to distract a little bit. Okay. Um, so we're going to take the plan where Cantu, the Quaka, is going to run towards the front of the bank. And okay. um, then Sir Fleppington's going to chase after. Um, and while that's going on, I'll go over to the door and see if we can't uh, try the keys. Sounds good. Slightly out of character when we planned this maneuver, uh, would you have wanted me to continue holding on to a mouse? Or rat, I should say. I think we can actually have you hand it to me at this point. Okay, so at your signal, uh, Oleander will do this as... <sighs> kind of gives you a look. Cocks his head a bit and is like, Adopts playful puppy pose and does the little play bow, wags the tail, wags the butt, and then starts chasing Cantu uh, towards the front. Yeah, sure. and the the idea is Cantu is uh, getting close enough that Matthew probably will notice and will definitely notice the fox giving chase. Um, and I approach the vault and uh, open the bag so that. Um, oh, with the keys, John Smith can take a stab at it. Which bag? Uh, the sack, the bag of holding. Yeah, just open okay. the top enough for me to stick my top of my eyes and my hand out. And I'll uh, try the key that says Vault 1 or see if it could possibly fit in this lock. And if so, try it. All right. Uh, I would like a stealth check from, I think, from Tag. And then I would also like a um whatever athletics performance acrobatics um something from oleander as well i have, I have two questions then babibi shall roll to aid stabilizing his hand <laughs> with <laughs> athletics I have a skill feat called Experienced Smuggler, which okay. is I can often uh, conceal small things from passive observers. Okay. I'm trying to conceal the uh, bag opening up by I the don't help you, but I don't Matthew. You. Um, would this feat apply here, or should I just roll stealth? Yeah, I think that applies. Is there a role that's associated with that, or is it just that's just how it goes? It is uh, when the GM rolls my stealth check to see if a passive observer notices a small item I have concealed. Uh, you would use the number rolled or 10, whichever is higher, as the result of my die roll. So I'm going to roll, and then if 10 is higher, then I'll use it. 10 is higher. So uh, that is. What is my stealth? Uh, 13 against the passive perception all right um oh my what in the world's happening right now <laughs> it's like um yeah give me that roll oleander 
so the fox gets a plus 10 to acrobatics, so that's a 25. Nice. Uh, so that's a 15 then with the aid for uh, tag. So um, you are able to put the key in the door, John, mm -hmm. and vault one the key that is labeled vault one does mm -hmm. fit okay uh yeah i try to activate the door all right you turn the key um i think all you can do from within the bag is turn the key unless you're like reaching both hands out and manipulating the wheel i message john smith hey does the key work it seems to. It's turning. I heard it click, I think. Should we just go in or get Matthew out of the way first? Uh, yeah, I think uh, guide Ooh. Matthew away. Ooh. So, message with the beauty. <laughs> Would a fox wearing a hat of disguise appear as a rat? I mean, Jesus. we have a rat. Uh, a large, intimidating rat. Uh, tell Oleander to knock something over in there and tell Michael to go, like, fix it and stop Nothing. them from messing everything up. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I message... Uh, Is there fucking Oleander? Oh, I can't. You Cause a disruption in the other room, and then message Sir Fluffington. Hey, yeah. make sure it's Sarah, the couch. Not the couch. Sarah, the couch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you see anything while you're in there? The message is active in case you need to say what's over there. That is a great question. What furniture and/or desk uh, implements are there to easily knock over and ruin Matthew's day? Are they made of wood? Uh, there are definitely some like some ceramic vases um that you could knock over and make a big mess of um that would probably be the the, the best thing to choose oh, i've always wanted to do this <laughs> don't you dare tell my husband i will never hear the end of it and i am going to kind of try to lead conti the guaca to jump up to a like desk and like or like kind of jump Look like he's faking to jump up to the desk, but go under it, and then I will jump and knock over and crash that vase to the ground. Absolutely. Uh, I first see what Matthew's reaction is. If he needs prodding, then I'm going to guide him to go check out what that was. So, uh, a couple things happen. As you <laughs> knock over the vase, uh, the vase falls, hits the ground, shatters. Um, Matthew stands up. What's going on? What's happening right now? What in tarnation are y'all doing? And steps out behind the teller desk. Uh, starts walking over in that direction. Excuse me, uh, would y'all mind taking care of y'all's fox over here? It's making quite a mess. Um, chasing some sort of rodent. Don't believe it's a rat, though. Um, and as he says that, another individual walks through the front door of the bank. Bank door opens, closes. This is a human, and they have a large set of keys dangling from their belt. Um, I send Rosaline 
can you go take care of that fox? And uh, I turn back to the vault. Oh, right away, sir. And she gives like a little wink. I uh, start uh, engaging the wheel. All right. Um, You do need to push the wheel into the wall. Is that what you do? Yeah, uh, once Matthew has turned the corner to see what the fox has done, I do so. All right. And you... while that is happening, I will be playing it up as as Rosalind is trying to to tame the fox here. I'll be kind of like doing the, the play bow a little bit, kind of try to get uh, Kantu to go under her, under and like through her legs there and like around her so that I can try to go under there and almost trip her up and you know, just kind of kind of play it up. Okay. Um, the as you push the bank vault uh, wheel into the door, there is a loud <coughs> noise, and Matthew turns, looks at all of you. The man who just walked in the door looks at all of you through the teller desk, says. Excuse me, what is y'all doing over there by the bank bank vault door? Matthew, what is this? Who are these people? And I say, my mistake, I leaned against it. It just made that noise. Deception. Uh, This is, of course, where the low roll comes out. Yes. A 12. (laughs) (laughs) A 12? There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um... Oh, what's this going to be? Hang on a sec. All right. Excuse me, you're going to have to give me a better reason than that. I'm not sure that I believe what you're saying. I've never seen y'all before in my life. Well, we're with the pest service, and as you can see, this isn't even locked. And I push the door to see if it opens. Oh, you push the pink vault door? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, look, it wasn't even locked. It, that's why it made the noise. Um, so, yeah, you, the... you like, I think if, if what you're trying to do is, is show that it wasn't locked. Um, yeah. You'd like pull the I, I wheel could, like, out, wheel it a little bit, yeah, and then and... push the wheel back in, and maybe pull it out again and push it back in. Um... <laughs> well, I, I'm trying to like actually turn the wheel and open the door. Like, okay, yeah. uh, look, it's not even locked, and um, as demonstration, just open it. Like, uh, and if I'm able to, then I open the door. And I'm going to nonchalantly drop a bag that was in my hand into the vault. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so you, you, you begin to open up the door. Um, See, it's not even locked. I just leaned up against it. I was l- checking for tracks. There's rats in this bank. And it made this loud noise when I leaned up against it. I, the door is unlocked, and it opens... And tag, you see a second door behind the first door. It is a large steel cage. 
Um, and so you can open up this big metal door, but there is another cage behind it that has another hole for a key. Excuse me, I need you to step away from that door. That is not something that you are permitted Wait. to do. Important question. You yeah. say a cage. Is this like bars with spaces between them? I wasn't yes. asking because we can't see. Well, yeah. In that in that case, I'm just going to drop the sack uh, on the other side of the bars and say, oh, of course. Let me uh, close the door and I'll step away. I would like a thievery check, please. Absolutely. Uh, any oh, chance I, I could make an argument for like deception or performance? <laughs> Uh, I think this one's thievery. Okay. Uh, 13 on the die, no modifier. Oof. Uh, all right, hang on. Um, I believe you dropped something. Uh, and I reach down and pick up the rat that I had in my hand. <laughs> Give me a perception. You're absolutely right. Uh, perception check. Yeah, yeah, as you bend down to pick up the quote-unquote, the rat that you just dropped. 20. You see two automatons inside of the vault with their heads turning with the lantern. Um, yeah, I'm going to close the vault door and say, my mistake. Uh, leaving the sack inside. And, All right. Uh, give me a bluff uh, I, I check. Come up, yeah, and I, I'm coming up with the uh, deception. The rat squirming in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two red goes. Okay, okay cage match. Great. Yes. Lots of load. <laughs> Two on uh, two, right? We got this, John. Yeah. As this is starting to unravel, do I have time to message in the sack or not really? Good thing they um, locked us. <laughs> so do you close the door? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Very good. John and Bobby B, you are now within the vault. Um, <laughs> yeah, success, right? It would have been so much better to just fight everyone and not have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you knew what you were signing up. So I asked you what their chance of success would be and uh, <laughs> or surviving would be. And what do you think our chance of surviving is going to be now? I mean, we're in a bag. No one knows we're here. <laughs> <laughs> um, tag. So Matthew comes up to you and says, are you sure you didn't drop something within the vault? I believe I saw something leave your hand and wind up on the floor there. Okay, uh, I would like to stick one hand out of the bag and, like Cousin It, crawl the bag along into the corner. Okay. <laughs> uh, how, how many hero points do I need to spend? This I think you mean Thing. <laughs> yeah. You mean Thing, right? Sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah, give um, me, um, gosh, I, I think you can just do that. You can just crawl okay. the hand over. Yeah, okay. Uh, Doug says... I suppose it's possible. Um, I'm not going to approach that door with that menacing guy telling me not to, but do you want to check? It's still unlocked. I think I might have to. Something's Go for it. Fishy and, and here. I step away from the vault. And he opens the door, 
takes a look inside, doesn't see anything, closes the vault door, locks the door. Very good. <laughs> okay. Um, so I say, I apologize for the commotion. We're more professional than this, I assure you. Uh, there seems to be a little bit more rat problem than I expected. And, uh, but, oh, go ahead. Uh, but I'd like to continue my rounds. Yes, I think that would be a wise decision. And in that moment, the door from the office opens up. And a security woman walks out of the door. Um, she is dressed in, like, full plate armor. And she is a halfling with a, a sword sheathed in a scabbard at her side. Yep. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. She is a dwarf. Okay. Also a halfling. Well, good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Sir Isaiah. I came up with that name right now. Um and <laughs> and she steps oh, out. No, that's, that's my brother. <laughs> I'm, uh, I might want to be doing something in parallel to this in the vault, so let's like time back and forth after this. Totally cool. Sounds good. Um <laughs> Well, good morning, Sir Isaiah. Good morning, Matthew. Uh who are these people, might I ask? Oh, yes. Uh my name's Yura. With the pest service? We have a schedule clean with the rats? Service. Uh, no, the hell you don't. I mean, HQ told me. The Golden Reserve, that's this place, right? Honey, I am HQ. I meant uh, my organization. I, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to step on any toes here, but we had a scheduled service this morning. Oh, very well. I'll ch I'll check my record book. Just a moment, please. You could please stay right there. She walks back inside. Give me a bluff check or a deception. Excuse me. Absolutely. Uh, that is the best of the night. That is a twenty-four. Okay. Damn. Well, we have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John and Babibi, what do you do? So I want to like peek out the opening of the bag just to see what the room looks like. Okay. Are creatures inside a bag of holding capable of getting out? Yeah. So it is, as far as I can tell, it is literally just a bag. It's just a large bag. So it's like we're in a sleeping bag. Do I need to, like, boost you out? And then you need to, like, reach in to get me out? I mean, if it's on the floor on its side, I think we're, like, lying on our sides on a sleeping bag against the floor, as far as I can tell from the description. Like, I think we can just look out the entrance. Great thing that they told us where we are, eh? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got it from context. Please. Did we feel the impact of the... F okay. Emma. Yeah. Did we feel anything? Sure, I think you would, you would feel the bag, like... Yeah, you'd feel the impact of the bag hitting the ground. Um, and I think you would have heard some of the things that were said through the opening of the bag when John Smith's hand was in the keyhole. Well, young John, I think they're dead. Uh, 
I think we need to get, get out of here. Well, I think we should get this stuff. But hold on, I'm, I'm actually looking, so I want a description, because that will influence what I say to you about our plan. Okay. Very well. We will hold open the bag slightly, and he will look out. Um, so you see two automatons that seem not to have noticed you yet. It seems as if their lanterns are like projected forward and they're circling, but they're not really looking at the ground. Um, so yeah, you, you definitely are, um, Yeah, you can see, you can see what's going on. Basically, just two clockwork guards, and then there is a large steel platform, and on top of the platform there is a large ornate steel box. Okay. Um, does the big so the big box is the only thing that looks like it could contain loot in here? Yes, it is an entirely empty room except for the box mm -hmm. and the two clockwork guards. Okay. Um, does it look like the sort of spotlight of the guards' attention covers the box, or are they mostly looking forward at the, you know, doors and such? They are. Their faces, quote unquote, um, are lanterns, and those lanterns are spinning, and mm -hmm. as they spin. Each revolution, they or it would be each rotation, they mm -hmm. come across. Wait, revolution or rotation? Uh, either is correct. Is this spinning like three hundred and sixty, scanning the entire room? Exactly. Um, okay. And it does every single rotation. It does pass across the box. Okay. Uh, how often, like, what's the interval between hitting the box? Um, hmm. I think that's going to be... In in lockpicking checks as the standard unit of time. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, it's going to be oh, once... In six secondos. Okay. Once, uh, uh, yeah, one, once every six seconds. For okay. each of and, them, and they are alternating. So basically, once every three seconds, there is a light on the box. Okay. And how how large sort of is the box itself? Uh, oof. it's it's pretty big. Uh, I would say it is around three feet wide, or sorry, three feet long. Um, about three feet wide um so it's a square box and it has mm, probably from floor to lid it's like two and a half feet and then the lid makes up another half a foot so it's basically a three by three by three um well sir john if i put my foot on your chest I think I can push off a few three feet. We may be able to make some room. So that's like three or four bolts, is that right? Uh, I think it's it says a suit of plate armor is four bulk, so... Maybe it's, even a little bit more. Than yeah, that. but if it's like eight bulk, it'll fit in here with us. Okay, 
So yeah, just uh, wait for a rotation and pull it in with us afterwards. All right, so you are currently in the corner of the room. Yeah. I so, would like mm -hmm. to enter initiative. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, that seems appropriate. <laughs> this box is inside a cage. We're inside the cage. With We're the already box. inside the cage? Yeah. yeah, I threw the sack inside. I thought you just dropped this on the floor. We're not in here with the box. The box is in here with us. <laughs> no, I threw it inside the bars, and then you walked yourself to the corner. Okay. Everybody give me a perception check. Uh, Yuri and Brian, feel free to give me stealth as your yeah, right. if you would like. Oh, would you want me to? Okay, 19. Negative one. Yeah, I whisper, uh, let, let me do stuff until bad things happen. Yeah, get my perception out. My perception is 8, but my performance is 12. I'm pretending to... 23. ...be a uh, rat catcher. Okay. What a lousy roll, 10. Oh, it can get worse. I am fully aware of how bad initiative rolls can get, my dude. <laughs> you Ty, could be trapped in a in a cage with two automatons. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, Tag, what was your initiative again? Uh, eight. And then let's see, Rosaline. Mm -hmm. Ooh, natural twenty for Rosaline. Damn. Good. At least somebody's doing. <laughs> And Obeyfo, what is your initiative? Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Seventeen from the break room. Okay. We're all spread out. Uh, first up is Rosaline. Um, and she uses her first action to <laughs> uh, give a performance check. To try what and... type of performance? Um, she's going to like lean down and attempt to catch the fox, but fail. Um, so she's trying to like play it up a little bit. Um, On performance checks, Cantu uh, can uh, accompany in order to give you a plus one to your check. Nice. <laughs> All right, so for her first action, she gets an 11 plus one for a 12. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, then her second action, she's going to kind of feign a little bit of, like, like she's grossed out by these quote-unquote rats, and she's going to move away 25 feet, and then... Her third action will be to run over to the man who just entered the door. Um, and she's going to say, oh, mister, would you please help me? We got these foxes running all about and oh, I'm just so scared. I don't know what's happening right now. If you could please help, that would be fantastic. Thank you. Um, and that is her. Full turn. Um, she's gonna actually. She's gonna bluff on that. 
attempt to bluff. Deception plus two. Thirteen. Alright. And next we go to Babibi. Uh and John Smith will whisper, Let me get us over there quiet, then you pull it in. I'm sorry, say that again. Uh let me get us over there quiet, then you pull it in. One thing I should make clear to both of you. The mm -hmm. the platform that the chest sits upon is probably around five feet off of the ground. Yeah. Okay. So jump out, pull it in, get back in. Three actions. <laughs> it looks like you're gonna have to buy a chest of gold. Three by three by three. Uh-huh. With one person. I okay. Get out, pull the bag down over it, and get back in. Much better. <laughs> yep. Uh so what are you doing, Bobby B? What is our location relative to the bag? I, uh, you are. There we go. Yeah, you yeah. are. So if you just delay till after me, I can get as close to it. Is that what you would like to do? No, but <laughs> I will. But no, it is not what I would like to do. Okay. Uh, I am going Romantics. to change your initiative to. 18.5 so that you go after John Smith, but nope, not a 2,319. <laughs> I'll take it. Yep. Do I get to go like 40 times in a row? <laughs> yeah, Vampire of the Masquerade rules, I believe that is. Um, Maybe. Good typo there. Alright, John Smith, you are up. Yeah, so I'm gonna crawl us over to that platform and then uh, if the automatons are looking the other way, sort of reach half out and try and pull us up to the platform. Okay, I think it's fair for me to impose half movement yeah. speed on this. Uh, yes. So, yeah. 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 It looks like it's just 10 feet, so that is fine. Yeah. So and you I'm take one action to move actions. up there? Yeah. All right. So you and Bob Bibi move 10 feet. Closer. Um, I'm gonna put you on this side, Bubby B. Yeah. Um and you do see the chest of treasure that you were sent here to steal. Um what are you doing with your second and third action? Uh you said the column. Was five feet tall with a treasure? Yeah, the pillar, the the platform that it sits on is about five feet tall. You should, yeah, get I'm out gonna... and hide behind it. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, get the sack to behind the column and then get out and hunker down. Okay. Got. Yeah. Um. Ah, sorry. We escaped. <laughs> uh yeah okay cool there you go so you are standing behind the platform correct yeah 
Also, I'm sorry. I'm not realizing anymore. I'm moving all of your characters when you absolutely no, could. Um, <laughs> I appreciate um, it. I can just enjoy the narrative. But play. like this, like this is a giant slab. We're sitting down behind it. Mm -hmm. There's no way we should be like it's not a stealth check to be behind a giant stationary thing, right? Um. So well, at least an easy one. The, yeah. Yeah. There is, I believe, some stealth that is associated with that kind of check um but it gives you a nice bonus to like ac and stuff like that um yeah i, I mean the idea is yeah like we just if these things are just spotlight searching we want to be behind the pillar relative to them yeah the other thing to keep in mind is that they may be sensitive to sound so give yeah. me a stealth check as you exit the bag yeah uh 16 Okay, yeah, I think you you exit the bag, and it seems as if everything is quiet still. Uh, you see the flashes of light as they uh, pass by you. Yeah. Um, and they don't spot you. They just move by the wall and over yeah. the platform. Um. Was that your full turn, or is there another action? Uh, I think I will ready my last action to jump back in the bag after Habibi has got the gold. Okay. Yeah, and I'll keep the bag open for him to come out. All right. I believe readying an action is two actions. It is. Oh. In this game, it's two actions. All right. I'll just hold the bag open for Habibi to come out. Okay. So we've got the bag held open, and we've got John Smith crouching behind uh, this platform. Babibi, what do you do? Babibi shall pull from his satchel a climbing kit with a grappling hook tied to a rope. Ah. First, first action. Second action. I'm going to throw the grappling hook over the box. Okay. Um, I think I need an AC an attack of roll. five, is my guess. <laughs> Can a fighter hit an AC of five? <laughs> what are the odds? Uh, let's just get a generic D20. What was it? Sorry. 15 on the die, 4. 15 plus 5, 20. 30, 20. Okay. You hit. You have I the would, chest grappled. I would like to strength check to pull. Give it to me. Or can you do it on your character? 11. <laughs> this is a heavy treasure chest. Um, so you begin to pull, correct? Yes. Yes. You make a oh. little bit of progress. It budges slightly, pulls a little bit closer to you, but it is still on top of the platform. And you realize that this thing is pretty heavy. Um, this was intended. This was stealth pulling. 
<laughs> ah, yes, the classic stealth pull with a grappling hook coming from a bag of holding. Um... We'll go slow. <laughs> the Bobby maneuver, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we'll practice. All right. First and round of pulling. It does make. I'm sorry. It does make a <laughs> sound like along the, the platform. Yeah, that's expected. <laughs> and as that happens, it is now the first clockwork. Uh, guards turn and for their first... you could, too bad you couldn't uh, hold that action to dive back in the bag huh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will John <laughs> the clockwork gold tank guard uses two actions as it notices the sound of the scraping against the platform and just begins to siren. Boop, 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 boop. And then for its third action, it walks five, ten, fifteen, and it sees John Smith holding the bag of holding with a grappling hook coming out of it. And that's where we're going to end session for tonight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see the problem. I'm perfectly safe. <laughs> the huff. Um, Very good. Cool. Thank you all. That was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Just totally screwing up a stealth mission is how you have the most fun. I killed John. <laughs> so y'all jump out put the bag over, over. It. yeah that plan sounds dumb <laughs> alright uh, this is much safer for me <laughs> Jamie the other idea I had for a title was zero return on investment <laughs> I like it <laughs> what's the what's the what? What? Investment? Christ! Yeah, rats. I really have to be part of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. I'm gonna stop the recording. Thank you, everybody. Oh, that was all the recording. Oops. <laughs> you can edit that. That was the part of it. Right? <laughs>